This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. MJ, yep. first weekend in AFL history, five mm. games over a weekend decided by a goal or less. It's Saturday night. We're all saying, stuff you, AFL. You want to change the rules? It's been the perfect weekend of footy. What I, a, I saw that many tweets about it. What a spectacle. It's five absolute nail biters. Suddenly we sit here on a Sunday night and things aren't as rosy. <laughs> well, those people who were saying that about the AFL rule changes yesterday yeah. forgot that Carlton and Gold Coast <laughs> were playing today. I think that's the definition of jump the gun because oh. they were ugly games today. Oh, and G- GWS have gone up in my rankings. They're now my second favourite team. It was Harlem Globetrotters. To yeah. decide to not to play 18 players. <laughs> they took two off. It's like, in, have you ever played AFL 9s? No. And then you've got one team that's just not that good. You yeah. pull one off just to yeah. balance it up. <laughs> that's what GWS like did to Carl. <laughs> oh, God, it was ugly. I was also at Melbourne Gold Coast. Yeah, what happened wa- there? walking away from that game. I saw one thing that I thought I'd never see before. What's that? A child wearing a Melbourne... Jersey and Beanie. So a Melbourne supporter. A Melbourne supporter would have been five. Yeah. Crying to his parents that his team did not win by 100 points. Oh, God. Champ, you weren't alive in 2011. Or 2009 <laughs> or 2010 or, or 2012. 2012. It got much uglier than this. So keep your head up, mate. These are your glory days. A lot coming up now with Will and MJ on Triple <laughs> uh, Before we get to some more serious stuff in the world of footy, Will, mm. GWS today played Carlton. Yes. And won by 105 points. Yes. And one of the more extraordinary things we've seen in a football match this year oh. is that GWS thought yeah. that they'd, it was more important their players get massages on the bench no, no, they, than, field a full, <laughs> than field a full team. Is no, that they, what happened? They didn't do it just to, to mock them. It wasn't a mental... It wasn't sure? a mind game. Well, I was on a plane, so I, okay. mi- I, missed, I missed what happened. Can you Let explain set it to the me? Scene. Okay, it's half time. Yeah. And Delidio and Sam Taylor have both mm. been ruled out for the game. Yeah. But the Giants are up by 60 points at this stage, so mm. people aren't panicking. Then during the third quarter, Toby Green and Dawson Simpson both get injured. They no longer have a bench. So there's no one on the bench. This is early in the third quarter. They did not have a bench. And they're up by 60. They, oh. were, they were cruising. Mm. And so people were like, oh, maybe Carlton might, you know, put up a bit of a fight here. No. <laughs> After that, there, there's a shot of like Callan Ward and, yeah. and Coniglio just on the mm. bench getting calf rubs with four players alongside them. So there's it's six like, players on the bench. People are counting. Hang on. How, how can't Carlton man up? They've got an extra two players out there. So they've got two players. And they still managed. They lost by 100 the points. The Giants Carlton. kicked seven goals to one in the last quarter. When they had no one on the bench. They, had, they did not have a bench. For most of the quarter, they played 16 players. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if you're a Carlton supporter and you're I listening th- to this. But God. I thought Carlton's season had already hit a low point, but that doesn't oh, get much lower than mate, that, does there it? could be lower points than this. Well, there's been a lower point today over in the West Ooh. in what has been dubbed the Demolition Derby or Derby. You dubbed it that. I just dubbed it that then. You, you said that. You mentioned that uh, you think the West Australian should run with that headline tomorrow. And Gaff, who will poll a few Brownlow votes come yeah. Brownlow night, has been ruled out 100%. Yep. Uh, in one of the more ugliest things I've seen on a footy field since probably Barry Hall's punch. Yeah, it goes back to Barry Hall and Tyson Bug on Callum Mills last year. It's yeah. in that bracket. It's we're, we're talking five, six, seven. He three. has, if you haven't seen the footage, he's, it was almost like a left hook. Yeah. Like a pub fight. Yeah. And he's hit Brayshaw, the Fremantle Brayshaw, who has ended up going to hospital with jaw and teeth injuries. Yeah, of course, Andrew is his first name. Uh, and in the last quarter... 
Yeah. The whole of Fremantle just went after Gaff. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, caused some damage to him. So some very ugly scenes over in the West. You don't like to see that in the footy field, especially after a game, the games that happened on Saturday. Yeah, bro. pretty ugly stuff. And the thing mm. is, if he gets mm. six weeks, which is feasible, yeah. he'll miss the last three home and aways. Yeah. He could miss the qualifying final, the prelim, and the grand and final. The grand final. Should and, and West Coast make it? If you've seen the footage, he will be getting six weeks. You think it'll There's be close. No doubt about it. It's worse than what Bug did. And what did Bug get? Yep. Uh, he got about six. About six, yeah. yeah. And I think this is a worse one than Bug. So well, be interesting to see what happens there. The, Michael Christian and the tribunal don't have their work cut out. Yep. Speaking of depressing, mm. ugly, and just saddening news, yeah. you travelled to Sydney to watch your Magpies play last night. Why'd you do that? I questioned the decision all week. I said, I don't care what special Tiger's offering. I don't care how many Qantas points you have. This is not a game you want to travel for. Oh. Explain yourself. I went to the races at Randwick as well. If you yeah, want to talk pay, about the positive things, the trip, that was <laughs> that was that was good fun. But yeah, no, it wasn't the most enjoyable night to be at the SCG. I mean, nearly uh, was. I don't want to start having excuses for Collingwood, but geez, the injuries are starting to oh, take their toll. I thought you were going to go umpires. Well, no, the umpires were fine. But speaking of umpires, <laughs> last week we recorded a special podcast edition of the show. Yes, you can search it for it on Apple Podcasts. Just Will and MJ. Oh, the Triple M app. Of uh, and I think we set the agenda, Will. I think it's a new segment that we can do on this show where, because we get the first go at news coming out of the weekend's footy. Well, hang on. Are you introducing a new segment? Yeah. Have you done an opener? No. We might get one built during the week, but it's, it's called setting the agenda. Setting the agenda. So on Monday, yeah. I set the agenda around umpires being unfair to Mason Cox. You did say that, but didn't Bucks run with that after the game? Oh, the... On Thursday, no. Oh, he did that during was, the week, didn't yes, he? Yes, he didn't comment again on it till Thursday. Good point. But if you listen to our podcast, you'd have had all the information. You reckon we were first? We were first. We, we set often the are first in weird things. Yeah. So because it's only really our only competition on a Sunday night is the bounce, and of course Sunday night. And they're not really. <laughs> they're not setting the agenda. We drove past Fox Footy bit just before. <laughs> yeah, I know. We saw the bounce crowd the lining crowd. up to big the studio audience. <laughs> big night for the bounce crowd. Just. Get out on a Sunday. Go watch the bounce. Uh, just line up all these nuffies and yeah. <laughs> rank them in order from just one to ten in nuffness. Yeah, just in South Melbourne. They're in for a great night. The crowd oh, there. A big night of laughs. A big night of laughs. You know, the legends thing, you know. Someone will be going over an obstacle course, yeah, no doubt. They'll, they'll be playing darts this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, setting the agenda. And what, so what's the agenda for next week then? You've, um, got the, you've got the platform. I didn't think that far ahead. Here we go. Gold Coast play Richmond on Saturday. Mm. What do you think will happen there? I think Richmond will win. <laughs> that wasn't the agenda. That's just a tip. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Will, you've got a new idea for a segment. Oh, it's just a one-off. I'm not. Is it a one-off? Not a full segment? It's not recurring. Okay. Because I don't... <laughs> it might not be that interesting. That's the problem. Okay. <laughs> we haven't really sold it well. <laughs> Can you come with a bit... Can have a bit more confidence about it? It's a fun new game. And Thank I want you. you to play it. That's better. And people in their cars are listening on the podcast. They can play along as well. Play along, yeah. Now, right. we're all familiar with AFL umpires. Yes. We've spent a fair bit of time talking about umpires the last couple of weeks, actually. Love them or loathe them? I love them. <laughs> You're a big umpire lover. <laughs> now, I am on the, the AFL Umpires Association website, the AFL UA. Why? Because it's part of the game. Oh. And it lists... Of all the stats for each umpire, their mm. first match, how many games, height, favorite food and movie, and just like little, oh, play, really? little play little profiles. play profiles for the umpires, just yeah. to make them a bit more human. I Great. like it. Yeah, yeah, it really does humanize That's them. A good it idea. also includes their occupation. Oh wow! Now this is okay. the game. 
Because umpiring is not a full-time job. No, not even close. So I mean, it it pays course. pretty well, I think. But yeah. Geez, you're earning it. Because mm. like every game, you are just copying. Copying it, yeah. From the crowd. You yeah. can't win. Mm. So the game is, I want you to pick the three most common occupations yeah. from AFL umpires. Oh, okay. Here we go. So, all right. I like so it. Just start throwing some occupations at me and I'll tell you how you're going. Oh, um, PE teacher. Oh, bang, number one. Is that right? Oh, you've done really well. <laughs> is that right? Most notably, uh, yeah. what's her name? The Eleni uh, Gustus. That's why I think she, it jumped to my she, mind she, first. Oh, right. She's a physical education teacher. But there's yeah. a few other teachers, just primary school and the like. Yeah, it just feels like, because teachers and umpires, the same sort of thing. Yeah. Same sort of person would do Discipline. both of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so that's one. Yep. They get a lot more boring after. <laughs> accountant? Yeah, accountant is second. Really? <laughs> so this was family I'm two from two. Oh, Grant Daniel would be losing yeah. his mind if you were This playing. isn't a setup, by the way. No, no this no. isn't. No. This is straight off the bat. Uh, I'll give you one more shot. Because I think the segment's really <laughs> running its race. <laughs> and this is why it's not going to be a regular Do you one. have any game show music? No. No. Did you, oh, did you look for some already? Well, no, I just I wouldn't know how to get it up. <laughs> you, this just, is, you just know you're not going to find any. Yeah, well, this is what pre we should have you should have brought it up in our pre-production meeting. Well, you know we don't have any. We're the least prepared show in the network. Well, maybe we should have. Well, we should have a <laughs> pre-production meeting, and then this right. is turning into one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guess so, one more job. Oh, um, personal trainer is the oh, third. Okay. Yeah. Well, thought, that would have been obvious. Uh, maybe parking inspector or travel <laughs> ticket inspector. <laughs> so they're just a full-time knob. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. It's time for... Will and MJ's Serious News. <laughs> no, no, no. Serious News. Will, you've got some serious news to bring to the table. I'm taking the reins literally, mm. MJ. Here's your headline. Go on. Now, I know you're familiar with uh, Amish people and Amish towns. I have been to an Amish town. Yeah, okay. I'll get, I'll get back to you in a second. Because mm. this Amish man in the US has launched an Uber ride service with his horse and buggy. An yeah. Amish guy's launched an Uber ride service. Essentially. So, but it's just horseback. I don't know what defines it as Uber. I don't know if he went into the Uber head office and said, I want to sign up. Yeah. Well, the obvious question is, yeah, how, how can it be an Uber service? Because they're not allowed to use phones. It's often like, you know, the disappointment when you're using Uber Eats and you see mm. that the driver is coming on bicycle. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, this is going to be hoping a. for a car. Yeah, exactly. Imagine ordering an Uber. <laughs> just a little That's horse, horse icon. <laughs> little horse and car. Like it's Monopoly. Oh, <laughs> not again. I'm not getting this guy no, again. The foe's going to be cold <laughs> by the time it gets here. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I think <laughs> as far as I can tell, he's just going around charging people for horse rides, which couldn't be quick. That's not really Uber though, unless... Well... Oh, he's not using a cell phone. Then it's not Uber at all then? No, it, people just wave him down. That's just people getting on a horse. It's got nothing to do with Uber. In a cart. They're not on horseback. Yeah. That's demanding a lot of your passengers. I'd, I'd only give him three stars, I reckon, if he whacked me on the back of a horse. Well, who, who are you ranking? The horse or the driver? That's a good question. Like, like I'll give the horse five five stars any day <laughs> the, of the week. The horse gets five. You Every get two. Yeah. There were no mints. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, how, what is your Amish experience? Because do I don't you, have much. Do you, do you know much about the Amish? Very little. Oh, me, I, don't, I know nothing, despite the fact I've been to an Amish town called Intercourse, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's called Intercourse. Because it's funny, because this town in Michigan is called Colon. <laughs> <laughs> Are they all the towns out of Colon, Michigan? Have they all got funny names, all the all Amish silly towns? sexual names. Yeah, n- nipple, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> they all got silly names, do they? 
Yeah, Nipple, Nebraska, I think, is strictly Amish. That, so, uh, colon. In, what, what happened in intercourse? Well, it was there wasn't much there, to be honest. Yeah. There was lots of horse and cart. So, I, I believe this story. That, right. But th- there was lots of Amish people waiting on the side of the road for a horse and cart. Oh, waiting so, for their Uber. <laughs> yeah, so I think this has been happening for ages. I don't think it's a new story. Yeah, but like... Do you know where they draw the line in technology, Amish people? No. It, my only knowledge of Amish people comes from the Harrison Ford movie Witness. I don't know if <laughs> you've seen, seen that. I little, haven't seen Witness. Little Amish boy witnesses a crime and Harrison yeah. Ford has to investigate it. Oh, really? It's very good. It's a good film? Very good film. And he has to stay in this Amish town. Well, I, I don't think Harrison Ford's made a bad movie, so it oh, must be good. He's in uh, Anchorman 2. He makes a cameo. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. That's a good point. I know actually. for a fact you hate that movie. So, so <laughs> Amish... That's your only Amish knowledge. That's all my Amish knowledge. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah that's a, like, where do they draw the line in terms of technology? So they can use a horse and cart, but they can't use a car. From what I can tell, it's electricity or batteries. If it requires power. Who decided this? Well, I don't know. Do they use light? Do they use, they don't use electricity, do they? I don't think so. They don't have light bulbs. But they, what a nightmare that would be. But like a horse and cart is technology. Like when that yeah. was invented, did whoever was in charge of the Amish just go, hey, technology's perfect right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, why if, would you if make the ancient decision? Egyptians looked at the Amish, they would look at them like they were from bloody space. <laughs> go, look at these guys mowing yeah, the field. With their wheels and yeah, doing all their things. Plows and things. Yeah. And spades. Technology coming out of their ears. Yeah, they do. But then at some point they just decided that enough was enough. They drew a line. Yeah. yeah. No more technology for us. Bizarre. It's like my grandpa. Why would they do that? <laughs> Don't know. We need to get an Amish person on the phone. <laughs> we, we just, <laughs> we just, just gonna be established this. <laughs> I'm going around in circles. I can't do it. <laughs> well, and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. MJ, we addressed it earlier, but you're in Sydney as of the late this afternoon. I went up to Sydney for two reasons. A last minute trip. Yep. The most important one was to watch Collingwood last night. Yep. Which was unfortunate. Didn't get the result that we wanted yeah. there. Young Tom McCartan. And then the other reason was to go to the races yesterday at Randwick. So that was part of the Which, trip, was it? Or yeah. It was always on the schedule. Oh, it was on the cards the whole time. Yeah. 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 And we were just talking off air. Um, about the things that Sydney can do better than what Melbourne do. Yeah. And, and that's, you, you said it was a Sydney versus Melbourne chat. Yeah. And one of those things is at the races. I was going to say. You know, at Flemington where everyone, you know, at the end of a race day, you know, they truck you off as fast as possible. Yeah. Everyone loads into the trains and get out of there. Yeah. It's like uh, Tokyo and Russia. Everyone just crams on. Yeah, exactly. In Sydney, they've got a nightclub at the top of the stand. Do they? That everyone goes to. Bang. One point to Sydney. Exactly. The first round. Which, so at Flemington, that'd be, how good would that be? Just the top of one of the stands there, just a full-on nightclub. It's an annoying place to get to, Flemington. It is. Just quietly, I've never been a huge fan. Now That's I'm, controversial. I'm from Brisbane, so I don't really have a horse in this race. I do have, have a horse in this race, because I I'm, live here. Yeah, and I'm a very passionate Melbourne person, so yep. you're probably better judge of which is a better city, which I think is, I, think, I don't think Sydney have us covered in many areas at all. No. I'll give you one more where Sydney does have it covered. Mm. Hook turns can get stuffed. They are awful. You haven't got your head around the hook turns yet? No, I can do them. I can execute them. It's the idiots out there that can't that are my issue. They and do We're probably, probably talking to a few right now but, over the radio. But they make sense, Will. We have a hook. If you've got trams, you, you've got to have hook turns. We have two hook turns. It's uh, Once I got my head around that, I, mm. I'm more tolerable of it. But we yeah. have two hook turns outside our office here. In Clarendon day, Street, South Melbourne. In Clarendon Street. And you hear people that just sit on their horn for upwards of 30 seconds waiting yeah. for people to move. Because if someone doesn't understand the hook turn, it's bedlam. It is. It is. That is true. That is true. But the thing is, in Sydney, they're putting a tram from the city to Bondi. I've heard that. Why? 
so that they can get people to Bondi Beach easier, I guess. Speaking of so, bedlam. So hook turns, that, that could be off your list soon. Because oh, maybe yeah. they'll, because they've got trams now, they might need hook turns. Now, one thing Sydney sucks at What's is that? making streets in a straight line. Oh, there's not one straight street I don't care the whole city. how many hills you've got. Yeah, that's you, true. You can find a way. Yeah. Uh, if I if my car is on a forty five degree angle, I don't care. I just want to drive straight for once. I know that is the main. That is the best thing about getting back here is the Melbourne's straight road. It is. Yeah, it makes so much sense. It feels great. Yeah, and you you can. You, how nice is it when you're at like the other end of the city and looking mm. down Swanson and you can see the Shrine of Remembrance? Yeah, it's that's about right. Three suburbs away. It's, exactly. <laughs> just because the lines are so straight oh. in Sydney, they haven't got more than ten meters in a straight road. Yeah. No, they can't do that. What no. else have you got? Uh, the only thing I think I really noticed is that um, the double-decker trains are great. Double-decker trains are great. Why don't we I... have double-decker trains? <laughs> we can't even sort out a train to the airport. I know, I know. Double-decker trains appeared on Reddit the other day. Apparently, Did they? Apparently, tourists were losing their minds. Oh, I, well, I'm, I'm not I'm sure. Lost, they're the best. I'm not sure if they exist anywhere. That's really gone under is the that radar, really a double-decker trains. Yeah, because Sydney have always had them, haven't they, the double-decker? I think they're pretty... It's like double-decker buses in London. Yeah, they're, just, like, why they're a staple. Why wouldn't we have double-decker trains? Here's one more There's one for... Sa- Sally Cap's going to be in the hot breakfast tomorrow. Bang. The Lord Mayor of Melbourne. We'll put that to her. If we make an airport rail, can we can make, we make double a double-decker? Can we make a double-decker? Exactly. Well, you're part of the hot breakfast. So, you yep. can let her know. Here's one more for you that Sydney's got over Melbourne. Go on. It's rare, because I, I dislike Sydney. Yeah, me too. Melbourne's like this is better. this is like the list is complete here. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got one more. It's not like this is. Oh, here you go. What's yours? Um, just there's a lot of celebrities around. Oh yeah, a lot of celebrities. Hugh Jackman. While I was there, uh, no, I only saw one, but uh, more than I normally see here in Melbourne. Well, hang on, I'll give you mine first, but then yeah. you can give me your celebrity. Yeah. You know how many more Porto stores they have in Sydney than Melbourne? A Porto is a great takeaway. It's about eleven in Melbourne mm. versus over a hundred in Sydney. There wow. you go. There's your argument. In a neat little package. That's right. That is case closed. Finally, give us a celebrity you saw just to round it all out. Uh, at the airport when I first landed. Yeah. Galen from Big Brother. Galen? Yeah. Will and MJ. 105.1 <laughs> Triple M. Glenn Will, it's getting late on a Sunday night. Yep. We better wrap things up. We're running short of time. Um, round 17, I spotted mm. something, MJ, that I found mildly amusing. You know, Tom Boyd missed and the official injury list read sore back. That on the official his, injury that list. That was his reason for missing the game. Just having a sore back. Not back injury or yeah. bulging disc, just sore back. Sore Champ, back. I've got a sore back. <laughs> Who doesn't? We've all got sore back. Who backs. doesn't have a sore back? You play footy. Get out there and <laughs> compete. Come on, Tommy. It's like the thing reading bung knee or like yeah, that's right. crook ankle. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't um, impressed with that. No. Nah, well, is he back next week or is the back, will the back no, still be sore? His back's still crook. Oh, okay. Can't bend over. Yeah, they played all right, the doggies. They did too. Yeah, Good on them. Tough opposition. Yeah. <laughs> um, a bit of housekeeping to get to, Will. Sorry, Saints. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast on Monday, a special podcast edition of the show. Yes. Available on iTunes if you missed it. Yep. Um, we put the call out just to see if anyone would get to the end of it. And quite a few people did. They did. A surprising amount. We said that if you listen to the end of the podcast, we'll give you a prize. And we had, what, 20 people contact us on, the face- on our oh, Facebook yeah, page? a couple more. We were carrying on about seagulls, and I really thought people would have just you know, tuned over to their, oh, yeah, their right. latest episode of Serial or something. Yeah, something with actual <laughs> the, high production the Howie values. Games, the Howie Games. The Howie Games coming back soon. Yep. Which will be I'm good. I'm sure you'll let us know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of uh, course, you work on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, speaking of seagull, how, what was the seagull situation like at the MCG today? Very interesting seagull situation at the MCG today because there were none at half time, yeah. In the first half, there was not a seagull in sight. Then all yeah. of a so sudden, so the wires were doing their job. I don't know. Maybe they switched them off. I reckon yeah. there's a bit of electricity running through those. Oh, really? And the RSPCO cottoning onto it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, second half, it was seagull Armageddon. 
And at one point, there were kids throwing hot chips onto the, you know how there's the two benches and then there's yeah. like the AFL official one in the middle. So mm. it's like a little dugout. Mm. No, kids throwing chips onto the roof of that. And it was just plagued with seagulls. Really? It was like Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. <laughs> and the <laughs> AFL officials were getting real shitty. <laughs> well, because we're very passionate about this MCG seagulls. Yeah. And this came up because Scott Pendry bounced the ball on a pigeon. Yes. But they've got wires up there. Yeah. And we've got the feeling that when one seagull cracks it, yeah, the code, they all do. Oh, yeah. No, they, he, he somehow teaches it to his other... Other seagull Other mates. seagull friends. Very interesting. Yeah. There would have been more seagulls there than Gold Coast Sun supporters. At the Dead G. set, because yeah. there was only about 12 of them. Yeah. But what was the housekeeping we wanted to do with these? Uh, well, we put the call out at the end of our podcast. Yep. That if anyone did make it through the seagull discussion, that <laughs> yeah. we, you know, the first person to get in touch with us uh, would would get a prize. So <laughs> if, they, if you think that seagull discussion just then went a bit long, <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to our podcast. Tune into our last episode. <laughs> uh, and and a, a massive amount of people contacted us. Yeah. I was blown away. Yeah. So they sent us the word Bubba Ganoush, which was the secret code word. That was a secret code work. And we didn't think anyone would message us, but no. we got quite a few. So that made us feel quite good. And now we are absolutely scrambling for prizes. We're, we're trying to, <laughs> we've, we've scraped the whole joint for prizes. Yep. Um, what have we got? I know for a fact we can get our hands on some, um, what's the brand called? Uh, Nana. Nina Pasadena. Nina Pasadena. Yeah. Some, we can get our hands on some of that some stuff. cargo shorts. I've got some. A lot of people wanted the cargo shorts. Yeah, I've got some stuff on my desk. Who's that Tasmanian politician? Yeah, Jackie Lambie's Jackie. autobiography. Yes, it's that, on my desk. That's going to someone. That's going to someone. <laughs> so if you contact us and say that I would love that copy of Jackie Lambie's autobiography. Please. We have the latest album from multiple bands that no one, <laughs> no no one one's would heard be of. that interested. I've got a few Howie Game stickers we can give out You've got as well. stickers galore. So if you want a Howie Game sticker or yep. yeah, or if and you want a prize, just contact us and then we'll decide what the prize will be. Yeah. And we might do it on air. Oh, during the podcast, we'll, we'll plug yep. towards our podcast. We'll yeah, do a right. whole, we'll dedicate a segment to giving, to giving out away prizes, prizes to the people that message that us. That we find on people's desk. Yeah. There's a few good prizes on the Rush Hour desk we might be able to oh, yeah. take. Yeah, there's a mountain of prizes on that desk. So, as always, the, our Facebook page is always open. Will and MJ. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned that. Yeah, that's where it is. Will and MJ on Facebook. Yes. Find us. You can message us. We'll reply. Yeah. Um, any for kind of feedback. We're open to... We love feedback. We and do. And if you've already messaged, you're already on the list. If you sent to us get a prize. To get a the T's and C's for this are an absolute <laughs> mess. <laughs> we need to get our promotions we'll get department. Our promotions team involved. <laughs> and they'll hate us for it. They will. So we need, yeah. So there's no terms and conditions, but we'll just decide if you get a prize. Are we going to post these out? Is that how it's going to go? Or pick up. You're going to make me do it because <laughs> you leave at 10. <laughs> this is just going to become my job. So, yeah. So if you've messaged already, relax. We're working yep. on it. Yeah. We're working on prizes. And if you give us any more feedback... Yeah. You go into the draw to win more prizes. You get cargo shorts. <laughs> you get, everyone gets cargo shorts. You get a Tasmanian's autobiography. All right, we better wrap up, Will. Yep. Will and MJ on Facebook. This has been Will and MJ on Triple M. We'll be back 10 o'clock next Sunday night. Woo!